Who else needs a reset and refocus for the new season? Now, you can't see me, but trust me, my hand is up. Actually, both of them are. Now, Apples, are you ready for a Bible-based mindset shift that will result in an attitude improvement, empowered discipline, better time management skills, and sustainable health and lifestyle changes? If so, please keep on listening and join other good apples as we seek God's word to prepare us for the new year. Make sure you have all of your accompanying handouts and worksheets and downloadable files so you can fully participate in your own growth journey. Let's get started. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world, as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Apples, welcome back to the Good Apple Podcast. We are on season three and this is episode one. I missed our weekly meetings and the active conversation on social media. So I'm really excited to be gearing up again for season three. I love conversing with you. I love communicating. I love the genuine connection that we have. So I missed it. But while I was away, you know, I was chatting with God, chatting with Holy Spirit, you know, just doing some work on myself because I want to make sure that every time we meet, it is what God has for us in that moment. So just know that when I take breaks, it is so that I can replenish, so that I can refocus, so that I can be prepared to share with you. So uh, just know that it's not, you know, me just taking a break. Yes, there is some recharge, you know, physical recharge, because it takes a lot, you know, to put these episodes together week after week, but I enjoy doing it. I just want to make sure that I'm not just putting out content. I want to make sure, like I said, that the information I'm sharing with you is what the Lord has for us. And let me tell you, season three is going to be amazing. I hope you're ready, guys. I hope you're ready, Apples, because look, what the Lord has for us is going to be life impacting. All right. Now, some of you have continued the conversation with me on social media during the break. I see you. Thank you so very much. We have so many new listeners who have tuned in and my mind is blown. My heart is full and I'm so appreciative. Glory be to God and thank you so much to all of the good apples who continue to share the podcast with others. It means a lot to me and I see you and I appreciate you so very much. All righty, now this season, apples. Okay, we are going to start off with some amazing information that will transform your life. 
Not because it's me, okay? You guys already know, I say this almost every episode, not because of Sharonda, but because of God, all right? This information will transform your life because we are going to be focused on, drum roll please, personal development, but it's going to be Bible-centered. Now, I like to think of myself as a personal development addict, Okay, I'm not looking for any uh, reprieve. I'm not looking for any solution to this addiction. I enjoy personal development and personal growth. And if you are someone who can uh, attest that you feel the same way, then you are in good company, okay? You are exactly where you need to be. Now, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. So happy you are here. It is not an accident. This is ordained by God for us to be here in this moment. And I am so excited to see what he's going to do through these episodes and in your life. I can't wait to hear about it. All right. So like I said, we're going to start the season off with some life transforming information, personal development, and we are going to be growing together using biblical truths. That way we can be poised and prepared for all that God has for us in the new year and also to all that he has for us to do in the new year. Because as we know, we are laboring here on earth, okay, toward the kingdom of God, the glory of God. So we have to be ready. And I am so excited that I will be on this personal growth journey with you. Okay, that's right. I'm going to be doing the work as well. So I have my printouts here. I have my worksheets. I have my screensavers downloaded on my phone so that I can be accountable in this series. It's not enough just to show up and listen. That is good. That's the first step. But we have to actually do the work. We have to actually hold ourselves accountable. And I have put some time in and effort and prayer into giving you some easy to digest, but very applicable handouts, okay? And they will truly add to the information that I share on these audio episodes. So I highly encourage you to reach out to me if you haven't already gotten your handouts, okay? Even if you're starting this series in the middle or at the end, reach out to me. Okay, I will send you the downloadable principal handouts. You're really going to want to have them. Even after this series is done, they're going to be referenced for you as you continue to grow in Christ. Okay, personal development addicts. All right, so all of my good apples, um, if you are a returning listener, thank you so very much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you so, so much. You guys are the ones who continue to show up Sunday after Sunday and you keep the conversation going. You question me. uh, You know, you give me new topics to talk about. So thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I know that we're going to have fun. Okay. Over these next four weeks, because it's a four week series. So it will be for the month of December. All right. We're going to have lots of fun. And I know that if you apply what we're going to talk about, if you do the work, you will leave this series with a whole new perspective. Now, remember, it's not because of Sharonda, but it's because of the God we serve, because his word is faithful and the word of God is life transforming. I can't wait to deep dive into it. Now, before we begin this week, you know that every episode I like to single out a good apple 
someone who has informed me that he or she is listening in, or even someone who has asked a question or provided a topic of discussion. So this week is no different. So I do want to say a special hello to our good apple, Sankita. Uh, she is listening in and she is tuning in. She actually commented on a YouTube video. So I have posted a few of the Good Apple podcast episodes on my personal YouTube channel. Uh, so that's where she actually came across the podcast. So Sankita Norman, thank you so very much for tuning in on YouTube. I pray that God continues to bless you and your lovely family. All right, I also want to say Merry Christmas to all of you who are listening in. Um, depending on when you're hearing this, maybe, you know, Christmas is over, but that's all right. Merry Christmas because we celebrate Christmas because we are celebrating and remembering the birth of Jesus. What a blessing, what a present. You talk about life changing, right? The birth of Jesus Christ. Mm. So yes, Merry Christmas. And um, I also want to say a special thank you. I, this, I, I have to do this part. I have to say a special thank you to my dear friend, Emily. Apple's Emily has been actively sharing the podcast with her friends and coworkers, and she continues to share, post, and comment on social media, even during the scheduled breaks, you know, so after each season, I take some time and, you know, just kind of recalibrate, refocus, recharge. Um, but she continues the conversation. I mean, she's really active. And I just want to say thank you so very much. Your devotion to this podcast is so appreciated, my dear friend. You're listening to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. You know, I've been thinking about a way to kind of wrap up this four-week series. Uh, you know, I want to be able to leave you with, you know, like a gift. So I want to do like a giveaway, I'm still, you know, working on the details, but I was thinking about doing a giveaway of some amazing personal development tools, you know, maybe, you know, a few books, journal, pen, planner. Now the details, I'm still working it out, but I do want to do a giveaway at the end. All right. So kind of be thinking about that. Start getting excited about that because you could be the winner of the giveaway. Now, in order to enter the giveaway, Here's what you need to do. Very simple. Join my email list. Why do you need to be on the Good Apple email list? Well, we need to communicate, okay? Um, I have a lot of information that I'd like to share with you, and sometimes the Sunday posts or podcasts just aren't enough. You know, it's not enough time, and I don't want for these episodes to be extremely long. So because of that, I really am hoping to be able to communicate with you via email. Now, here's the thing. I know lots of people are worried about, you know, getting bombarded with emails, apples. I don't have time to send you a bunch of emails. <laughs> so trust me, you will not be bombarded. Okay, so join my email list. All you have to do to do that is just look in the description bar or the show notes on whatever app you're listening to this podcast through and you will see the good apple podcast at gmail.com the good apple podcast at gmail.com that's what you have to um, email right so email me at that uh, address and I'll add you onto the email list and then if you are someone who is on Instagram or Facebook just go ahead and follow the good apple account on either Facebook 
or Instagram. You can do both if you'd like, of course. You know, you can definitely do that. Um, and then I think it would be good just to, you know, share the information, make sure that as many people have access to the information. Um, I think it'd be good if you were just to share this podcast with someone and just let me know who you shared it with. You could just be, you know, even initials, you know, we'll go by the honesty, you know, policy, right? Or the honor code, I think it is, right? We'll just say, I'll trust you. If you tell me that you shared it with, you know, SJ, I'll take your word for it. And that's it. You're entered into this awesome giveaway. Remember, for this giveaway, I'm thinking about doing a personal development kit. Some of my favorite books, a journal, pen, planner. Again, I'm still working out the details. If you have any ideas of what might be helpful, then go ahead and, you know, shoot me a DM with that or email me. Okay, everything is being considered at this point. But I do want to do something special to wrap this whole series up. But even if... You don't enter the giveaway, just show up every Sunday. Do the work during the week and your life will be transformed. All righty, now if you are able, let's go ahead and pray and then let's begin part one of our journey to being ready and set for 2022. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for waking us up this morning. God, we thank you so much for bringing us through this year, Lord. We thank you so much for loving us enough to send Jesus to die for our sins. Father, we ask right now that all of the information that you have for us, Lord, I ask that you just prepare our hearts and our minds to receive the information, Lord. Help us to let down the guards, the misconceptions, the lies that we've believed. Help us to let those things go in the name of Jesus so that we can open ourselves up to the truth of God, so that we can grow as people through God and through godly truth, Lord. We just ask this in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. All right, T. Apples, grab your papers, grab your notebook, your coffee, your tea, your popcorn, whatever it is. We are going to get started. I hope you're ready. Oh, Holy Spirit. Okay, so mindset matters. Okay, mindset matters. I have entitled part one of this series, Mind Your Mouth. Now, the start of a new year is exciting, but it can also be a bit overwhelming at the same time, right? Because we have lots of goals and resolutions and plans, you know, all gearing up for January 1. Or even the beginning of a new year, season, or quarter. I think still, you know, all of this information can be applicable. Now, there are two key aspects of our lives that we, as apples, you know, as godly people, must guard if we want to see effective growth, change, and goal accomplishments. Now, before I share what these two important aspects are, let me share a quick story with you. This episode of The Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, fashion, home decor, and lots more. All of these items will keep you bougie on a budget. So be sure to check out www.sharondasimone.com. Now back to our show. 
my first year in college and half of my second year in college, I was an undecided major. So when I started, I started with just the basic sciences and the basic arts courses, but I hadn't determined the focus of my education. So I was an undecided major and initially that was okay. You know, I was like, okay, I have four years, I can get it right. But by the end of my first year and the start of my second year, I began to have feelings of panic and anxiety and worry. And I remember thinking, okay, <laughs> you only have two and a half years to get it. And I wasn't trying to spend more time than I needed to, to get my degree. And I remember vividly moments where I could feel that spirit of anxiety begin to rise up. And I made a very good decision in that moment. I don't think I knew the impact at that time, but looking back, I made a decision uh, to separate myself once a day. I believe it was in the nighttime, you know, after I did all my work and such. Um, and I sought God specifically about what I was going to practice, you know, or what I was going to study, I should say, in college. And I remember, you know, going to him first with just frustration and fear. <laughs> and I can remember, you know, just having conversations with him and journaling and praying and just talking with, with God. And these times started out with me just going to him, you know, as like a child, like, help dad, I don't know what to do. You know, I could, I have so many options. You know, I have so many passions. I have a very creative side, you know, which is why I do things like YouTube and, you know, creative content, even this podcast, you know, this is not scientific. So I have this whole creative side, but I'm like, God, I also have this love for, you know, the analytical part, you know, the scientific, physical part of the world. And so it was very hard for me to make a decision in myself. And I remember talking with God initially, that was the concern. That was the reason why I was meeting with him in this specific moment, you know, very specific time at the end of the day, because that's when, you know, I was actually more alert, you know, versus in the morning. So I remember how over time, though, the, the conversation changed and the focus of my meeting with God in that moment, how it changed from me-centric to God-centric. And I began to look forward to spending time with him and to reading his word and to hear, hearing what he had to say, you know, to me through Holy Spirit. And it, it was just such a refreshing reprieve for me, you know, from the demands of the day and, you know, just being in college and just the culture shock because, you know, I'd spent part of elementary and all of high school in Jamaica. So coming back to the United States and being in college and living on campus for the first time, I mean, it was just literally just, you know, like a major culture shock for me in my second year. So, you know, I remember the shift and through talking with God in conversations and seeking him first, I went from being an undecided major to a physics major. Now, I, I love physics. I really, really enjoy physics. Um, and so I met um, a professor, Dr. Evoire, and you know, he was, I think he was the chair of the physics department, intelligent man, wonderful you know, professor. 
and he and I were talking one day and you know at this time I was loving physics I was doing well I declared a major so I felt very comfortable and confident but at the same time I felt like there was still an element missing and so I'm still meeting with God you know at a specific time for a specific reason but like I said it became more God-centric and not just me 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 you know it was okay Lord what are you trying to tell me in this moment and through my conversations with God, I realized like, yes, you love science, you enjoy physics, but you're actually supposed to go into the field of medicine. And I remember when I had the conversation with Dr. Evore, and I told him, I was like, look, I love physics, but I believe I'm supposed to be in the biology department, you know, going toward a medical degree. And, you know, he looked at me and he was like, basically, we don't have a lot of, you know, women like you in the physics department you're actually doing well stick it stick with it you know we want you here and i was like i know you know it's the academic part that's not the problem i just thought there's something missing i need more people because my plan was to go and you know work for nasa in their you know lab section right like that was my big dream my big goal i hadn't looked deep into it but i knew that that's what i wanted to do at that time but the more i thought about it 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 didn't have enough of the personal interaction and as you can see from my podcasts i like people i enjoy people i love on people so i knew that i wanted a more personal aspect in my everyday life or, or an interpersonal aspect i should say so when i told dr evory and I finally convinced him that, yes, this is something I wanted to do. He was very supportive. But he did tell me one thing. He's like, look, please just don't lose your personality. <laughs> you know, don't be one of those doctors who have no bedside personality, you know, no bedside skills. They're all medicine. I was like, no, trust me. You don't have to worry. I will still be Sharonda in and outside of the white coat. So anyway, he gave his blessings. He signed, you know, signed off on the paperwork. And here I am now you know, a practicing podiatrist. But I just wanted to tell you that story because it had to start off with the right mindset. I had to be in the right position with God. So our mindset matters when it comes to being in the position for God to use us and for us to accomplish what God has for us. And throughout the years, you know, I've been practicing medicine now for over a decade. And there are times when I wonder if I have, you know, made mistakes along the way. But even just today, I was talking with my father and he's like, remember, your steps are ordered by God. When you surrender your life to God, your steps are ordered. So even when we surrender, but we hiccup, we misstep, we step to the left, we should have gone right. We step forward when we should have paused. He is still a merciful God because we have overall surrendered our life to him. So apples. Mindset matters and position matters, but it's not just our mind. We have to mind our mouth. And when we have those moments of panic, fear, uncertainty, when we have these goals that seem bigger than us or unattainable, you know, new year, new season, new quarter, new week, what are we telling ourselves? The Bible tells us in Matthew 6, verses 31 to 33, Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, 
and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Apples, that's exactly what I did years ago, and that is still what we need to do today. If you have questions about your goals, your resolutions, your plans, you know, the how, the who, the how much, the how long, the when, the what, the where. If you're having these questions, Matthew 6 verses 31 to 33, it tells us exactly how to get answers. Spoiler alert, it's not by the secret or the law of attraction. We get the answers by seeking God's truth. See, when we set our lives to glorify God, even our financial goals, our fitness goals, business, you know, work promotion goals, our relationship goals and parenting goals, when we set all of them to glorify God, if that is the overarching goal, then we find answers to the how, the who, the when, the how much, the how long, the where. As you make your preparations for the next year or the new month, new week, the new quarter, ask yourself, am I focusing on God's kingdom goals? Even though these things aren't church specific, you know, like your budget and your money goals or your weight loss goals, you know, your entrepreneurial goals, even though these goals in the areas of our life, you know, they aren't specific to our Christian walk. You know, we don't think of them that way. But in fact, our lives in entirety, they are to be to the glory of God and to his kingdom. Apples. I'm talking to myself here too, you know, because I have, I have big goals of grandeur. But we also need to check our motivation for our goals. When we as God's people are successful and flourishing... It's not for us. It is to be a testimony to non-believers. It's a way to attract others to God. Let's look at Matthew 5 verses 14 to 16 in the NIV. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill, can, hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand. And it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify God, your Father in heaven. Hello, Apples. I really hope that you are enjoying the podcast. I know that I am really enjoying sharing the information with you. I truly feel like God is already moving and we haven't even gotten into the nitty gritty yet. Now, if you are finding any of this information valuable, go ahead and share the podcast because I do know that if the Lord puts someone on your heart, whether it's a coworker or a roommate or a parent or a friend, a neighbor, if someone is placed on your heart, God knows exactly why they need to hear this message. So go ahead, be obedient, and share. All right, the apples. Let's take a look at the life of the prophet Elijah. All right, so in 1 Kings 17, when God wanted to use the prophet Elijah, God instructed him to leave his current location and go to a different location, Brook Cherith. 
The Hebrew word chirith means a cutting or a separation, a gorge, a winter stream. Now, this is more than just symbolic apples. In fact, this is a direct illustration um, that in order for Elijah to be able to be usable and effective in his God-given destiny, he had to be set apart. He had to be separate. Now, I encourage you, you know, to read the whole story of Elijah. Now, there's so many lessons there to learn from and to digest. But the big picture is just like how I had to be in the correct mental position, separate and focused in college in order for me to hear what God had to say to me then. And just as Elijah had to be cut off from others to be in position to do God's will and to hear from God then, Apples, we still have to do that today. Remember, the Bible tells us that God and, you know, Jesus sees the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. So the question is, then, how can we do that? How can we do that today in, you know, in this new year, in this new week, new month, you know, new season of our lives? How can we do that? That's a good question, all right? So let's see what the Word of God says. Let's go back to... Matthew 6, verses 31 to 33. Now let's reflect on the first line and the last verse, okay? Uh, what I want for you to do is, if you have your activity notes page, all right? Uh, it should be a reflection page for week one, or some pages for week one. And I want for you to, with you know, thinking of Matthew 6, verses 31 to 33, think about your thoughts. What thoughts do you have that might be panicked or filled with uncertainty pertaining to your goals for this new season? Okay, weight or weight loss, weight management, health and fitness, all right? Think about your financial goals, your relationship goals, your work or business goals, business plans. Maybe you have a book that you're planning on writing. Maybe you have a promotion that you want to apply for. You know, maybe you are at a point where you want to begin a romantic relationship. Let me tell you something. I remember in the December before I met my now husband, I was at the point in my life where I was like, okay, I am ready. Now, truth be told, I had, you know, been ready in my own opinion. Obviously, God didn't think I was, but I thought I was ready you know, ever since college. And it didn't work out. You know, I obviously didn't meet anyone. Uh, but I remember talking to my mother in the December of 2008. And she said something to me. Uh, because I was, I was just very sad, you know, I'll just be very transparent. You know, I was very sad and I was like, okay, Lord, you know, here I am. I'm ready to meet the man that you have for me. And yet he cannot find me. Okay. He has not found me yet. And I was frustrated apples. <laughs> I was frustrated. And I remember I was talking to my mother in one of our many conversations about this very topic. And I, you know, I purposed in my heart, I was like, you know what, you know, based on what my mother was telling me, she's like, look, Sharonda, your husband is born already. He is living a full life and he is out there going to work and eating and, you know, he's out here 
doing life. He exists. You're acting as though God has to go form this man out of, you know, dirt. He doesn't have to. He's already made. And I was like, eh, that's true. You know, that put a different spin on it when you realize that you're not, you know, hoping for God to do anything more. It's already done, you know. So that was the first, you know, mind shift. And then I remember when I, you know, I was talking with her and I was like, you know what? I believe that I'm going to get mine in 2009. That was my mantra. That was my, my mental space. That was my mindset because I was like, okay, Lord, I'm prepared. I've done the work. And, you know, in talking with my mom, she was like, yes, next year, this time, we will not be having this conversation. So she prophesied because she is a prophet. She prophesied that in December of 2009, we would not be having the repeat conversation about me not having my spouse. And apples, let me tell you, I began talking in December, repeating with my mouth, believing in my heart, I am getting mine in 2009. I'm getting mine in 2009. And I would say it all the time, you know, uh, if I went on a date and it didn't work out, I would say, uh, it's okay because I'm getting mine in 2009. And I just remember holding on to that mindset and the prophetic word of my mother. And sure enough, later that year, I met Laron, who is now my husband for over 10 years. Why am I sharing that with you? Because if we look at our thoughts when we're panicked or filled with uncertainty, whether it's about things that are church specific or things that seem to not be directly related to church, which I mean, the constitution of marriage is biblical, but you understand what I'm saying. We still have to mind our mouth. The mind and the mouth are closely connected. It's impossible for us to think one thing and genuinely speak another eventually it's going to get tripped up. The truth will come out because out of the mouth, the heart speaks. That's what the Bible says. So as I began to declare through my mindset and then my words, I'm getting mine in 2009, holding on to the, the, the word of the prophet and believing that God had in fact already created my husband because he had to at least be, you know, around my age. Then I started out my year like that. Now, I'm not talking about the law of attraction. I'm not talking about that. That is, that's, you know, that that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about biblical personal development. You have to do the work. You have to be listening to God. We have to be in the position. We have to be at our brook cheereth, okay, in order to get that which God has for us. You can't just be out here declaring, declaring, and, and trying to, you know, use your words to conjure. We're not doing witchcraft, okay? We are seeking God, listening for the next move, and moving accordingly. And that's what I did, and that's what I've done throughout my life. Now, there are times when I make mistakes, and I don't do it right, okay? That's why this personal development growth series is for me as well. Okay. But I think it's really important for us to realize that in Matthew six, verse 31, it starts by saying, therefore, don't be anxious saying. Now, my father was the one who first pointed this out to me probably a 
about two, three years ago. Therefore, do not be anxious saying. In that translation, it says, don't be anxious saying means don't worry about your life through your words. Because once again, whatever you're worrying about, whatever is on your mind, whatever you're meditating on comes out through your mouth, the panic, the fear, the uncertainty, or the peace, the joy, the love, the patience, the discipline. Okay. So don't be anxious saying, so we have to mind our mouths, apples. So on your activity sheet, I want you to just begin to write down the thoughts and the words that you've used to relate to your goals. Okay. Uh, you know, what are the thoughts that aren't necessarily, you know, positive? What about the negative thoughts that become negative words, insecurity words, inability words, limitation and, and lack? Apples, whatever gets measured gets improved. So in order for us to improve, we first have to know where we are and what other detail we need to work on so that we can make actionable steps to change and improve. So remember, I said that there were two aspects that we need to guard. Well, here they are. You probably have already determined by now, but we need to guard our mindset and our mouths. Apples, this week I want for you to mind your mouth, and I'm going to be doing the same. This week I want for us to really, really focus on minding our mouths. So the first thing we need to do is we need to set ourselves apart this week, you know, so find a quiet time, whether it's in the morning or in the evening, you know, in the midday, if that works best for you, but time to be separate. Think of it as, you know, your brook cheereth time. In your set apart time, go ahead and use the weekly notes pages, okay, for week one. It's already been emailed to you. If you haven't gotten it, just request it the good apple podcast at gmail.com. I'll send it out to you. And as you are going through, you know, your weekly notes and your reflections, you know, I want for you to think about these questions. Okay. Some of these questions might help you identify areas where we need to improve. Okay. So what are some of the negative thoughts about myself or my life? You know, what are negative thoughts that I have? about myself or my life. And you can get as general or as specific. Okay, remember, you know, this is personalized. You know what the goals and, and resolutions and plans that you have swirling around the dreams, the passions, you know. But what are the negative thoughts you have? Or what contradictory words do I speak in my life or over my family, my finances, my future? As I'm sitting here, I, I can think of many things that I've said, you know, just in jest or even just under my breath, you know, just to myself. Ask yourself, you know, what limiting thoughts or words am I saying about my health, my wealth? Limiting thoughts or words. In what areas of my life do I procrastinate? What are some goals that I have on my list that keep showing up on my list. I never seem to accomplish them. What are some dreams and passions that I don't feel worthy of? 
Now, apples, these are just some questions to begin to get you know, your, your mind thinking about areas where there might be gaps, openings for the enemy to creep in, plant his seed, and walk away. Because see, God made us in his image, so we're worthy of good things, of godly things, of the best. But sometimes, if we don't feel worthy, we don't identify ourselves as worthy, that can be self-limiting. And no matter how hard we try, we will always self-sabotage. So, what are some dreams or passions that maybe you don't think you're worthy of? Maybe you haven't said it that way to yourself, but if you stop and think about it, that's the truth. You just haven't acknowledged it, or that's your truth, I should say, because it's not the truth. But maybe... You have told yourself, you believe the lie of the enemy that you're not worthy of it. So, um, another story, okay, because I believe that stories help to paint the picture. Um, when my husband and I first started talking, so we, of course, you know, we were courting for marriage, or he was courting me for marriage, and we first started talking about marriage and, you know, what it would look like when we combined our lives after marriage. One activity that I did uh, was I took a look at my bank statements over time. It was about maybe one to two months time period. I can't recall all the details, but I looked at the account details. Now, up until then, Apples, I considered myself to be a conscientious spender, you know, someone who's very mindful with savings, but the bank statements, they said otherwise, okay? So I realized that I was spending hundreds of dollars on takeout food and unnecessary purchases. Now, of course, when I first saw this, I was extremely embarrassed and ashamed, all right? But then I got over myself and I made the changes that were needed to be in a more healthy financial position. So what I want for you to do is, I want for you to think of your notes, okay? Your notes, your reflection notes for this week I want for you to think of them as your mental and verbal bank statements. Because you see, now that you know that these thoughts or words are there, now you can begin to fix those thoughts that lead to words. So over the next week, here's what I want you to do. I want you to tally each thought. And I'm just talking about a little hash mark, you know? One, two, three, four, slash five. One, two, three, four, slash five, right? Tally each time uh, when Holy Spirit alerts you to the fact that you are speaking or thinking in a way that is negative or mean to yourself or mean to your future. It's limiting to your future, limiting to your goals. And you can just do it very simply, you know, get like a post-it note or, you know, open a note on your phone. I love to use the note app on my phone. And, you know, just make, a, just make a little record. You can even get like a small notebook from Dollar Tree, okay? Now, Apples, let me tell you, you will be so surprised at how many attempts the enemy makes on your mind and even more so how many attempts we let go unchecked. Let's look at the Bible, right? James 3 verses 9 through 12 of the NIV reads, With the tongue... We praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth 
come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. I, I encourage you to pause the episode and think about that. Or turn to your Bible if you have it and read it. James 3, 9 through 12. In short, you can't have good and bad in the same area. It's, you can't have light and dark. You can't have left and right. It's impossible. A fig tree can't bear olives. A grapevine can't bear figs. Fresh water and salt water can't come from the same spring. So we have got to align our minds and our mouths with the truth of God, with positivity. So how do we fix it? Okay. All right. We're, we're starting to wrap things up. Okay. So stay with it. Stay with it. I know you're going to be changed. Um, the other episodes will not be as long because we won't have the long introduction. Okay. Um, but really important here. Now we, we know what the problem is. Okay. We're going to spend time identifying our vulnerabilities this week, writing it down, tallying it up so we can see our verbal and our mental bank statements. Okay. And we're going to see, all right, look, how can we fix it now? Well, Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. Now, all of these Bible verses will be in a reference on your handouts, okay? So if, you know, if you need for, to go back and refer to it, just check your handouts. Now, Romans 12, 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed and progressively changed by the renewing of your mind. So that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect, his plan and purpose for you. So apples, what we're going to do to fix the issues, we're going to focus on daily renewing our minds by spending time with God at our brook cheereth and reading his word. Okay. Now let's look at Philippians 4, 8. Finally. Believers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and bring, brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. So the second thing we're going to do this week and moving forward is we are going to replace the negative thoughts that lead to our negative words with truth of Holy Spirit, the truth of God, honorable thoughts, respectful thoughts, pure and wholesome, lovely, peaceful, admirable, excellent thoughts, worthy of praise. So each time a negative thought comes up, you have to replace it, cut and paste, okay? So you should have a weekly log also in your handouts. It goes Monday through Friday. Now, during your Brook Sheareth time, so each day, I want you to reflect on how you did for the day. So just take a few notes, you know, just jot it down. If you want, you can also, you know, write on the reflection pages. 
Um, again, you know, this is something I want you to personalize and really just dig in and do the work, okay? Because this sets the whole foundation for the upcoming series weeks, okay? Now, all of this information, the weekly log, everything is available to you. I'm just encouraging you, if you need anything, just email me, thegoodapplepodcast at gmail.com. All right, keep going now. Remember, it's personal development, Bible-centric. 2 Corinthians 10.5, the Amplified Version. So now, if we're talking about replacing our thoughts, cutting and pasting, okay, the Word of God tells us how to do that too. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought. Which thought? Some thoughts? No. Every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of God. The King James Version reads, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, reading these verses, I love how Paul, the author, how he uses words to fully convey the calculated and, and the complex and clever natures of ungodly thoughts and things that are against the knowledge and truth of God. See, the devil, our adversary, he is evil. He is uh, conniving and, and ruthless. He's all things putrid. The father of lies, he is deceitful. But one thing he is not, one thing he is definitely not, and I tell my children this all the time, you know, because, you know, we, we try and come up with the most awful names for Satan in our house. Like, oh, no, he is just evil, bad, wrong, rude, disrespectful. And sometimes my kids will say, and he's stupid. And I say, no, 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 no. Let's not, uh, let's not give him that attribute because one thing Satan isn't is stupid. Oh, no. Mm -mm. So we have to be aware of the fact that Satan will use sophisticated arguments that make sense. You know, whether it makes emotional sense or logical sense, arguments and life things that are substantial and tangible and important. And he will tempt us with thoughts and words that are life condemning and life stealing so we have to take our thoughts and words captive. We have to replace them with the word of God, godly thoughts. Now I'm going to leave you with some verses that you can recite and write on your heart as you begin to renew those areas of your mind and speech this week and moving forward. Now feel free to, you know, add to your add to your list, you know, recite your own verses that pertain to your own situation, personalize them. Okay, they are for you. All right. Now, um, if you want some more verses, you know, if you've gotten the handouts, you'll see some more verses on there as well. But these are just a few to get you started. Now, I like to personalize. Okay, so I'm going to give you like the personalized version and then the Bible reference. Okay, so first one is I am the righteousness of God through Christ. 
reference 2 Corinthians 5.21 NIV. Nothing and no one can stop Christ's love for me. Reference Romans 8.35. I don't simply win. I am more than a conqueror because of Jesus' love and sacrifice. Romans 8.37. No matter what Satan might try to do to me, it will not work against me because I have God on my side. Reference Isaiah 54, 17. I do have self-discipline and I can control myself because the Holy Spirit is with me. Galatians 5, 23. Even when life is not going as planned or, or things are rough, I still have true joy and peace through Holy Spirit. Reference Galatians 5, 22. Now, again, I said I've listed some more statements for you on your accompanying handout, but I hope that those few statements will at least begin to set the playing field for your mind and your heart and your mouth this coming week and beyond. Apples, let's not waste another moment of ungodly thought or negative words. You have the tools to mind your mouth. I pray that Holy Spirit quickens our spiritual understanding this week as we reflect, as we log and, and we tally and we cut and paste with intention this week. Now for even more accountability, be sure to download the cell phone screensaver for this week. Again, just go ahead and refer to the email I sent you with all the links. Be sure to reach out on social media to let me know what you enjoyed most about this first episode in season three of the Good Apple Podcast, and be sure to share this with a friend. We're looking forward to meeting and conversing with more of God's good apples. Now be sure to enter the giveaway by following the Good Apple Podcast on either Facebook or Instagram or both, all right? And make sure you're on the Good Apple email list. Finally, be sure to share this podcast with someone and let me know you've done so. And then you'll be entered in the giveaway. I'm thinking about maybe doing two giveaways. So depending on the number of entries, maybe it'll be one or two giveaways. Either way, I just want to say thank you so very much for tuning in. I have been truly blessed. I can't wait to sit down and do the work this week and come back again next Sunday. So until next Sunday, remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.